1450 WKXL 103.9 FM in the Capital Region and our new signal 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. We welcome you to Kale and Company and we are presented by Weed Family Automotive located at 124 Stores Street in Concord. You can give them a call and make an appointment at 603-225-7988 Weed Family Automotive Com. And joining me on this edition of Kale & Company is the president of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, Mike Ramshaw. And Mike, we uh, welcome you back to Kale & Company. Great to have you with us. Ken, thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited, as always, to be well, on with you. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I, I do do appreciate that. And the 2022 New Hampshire Fisher Cats season just around the corner. And, and it's got to feel good, Mike, because we'll be getting back to, uh, you know, more traditional stuff, I think, in, in 2022 as far as, you know, family experience, getting out to the games and, and being comfortable with sitting in the stands with thousands of other people. I think things are going to look up for 2022. I would agree with you, Ken. I mean, we learned a lot in 2021 as we all, you know, navigated through the pandemic and, you know, making all the constant changes and adjustments that we had to do to ensure the, uh, you know, the safety of our fans and our players. Um, but, you know, looking into 2022, um, you know, I think some positive things, um, you know, we'll have a full season, so we'll have a full 138-game season uh, from April 8th. Our home opener is April 12th, uh, but we open up on the road against uh, Portland on the 8th, and it goes through September 19th. So last year we didn't actually start until May, so that, that's good. Uh, we'll be starting at, uh, you know, full capacity from day one, where we started last year uh, with reduced capacity, and... Uh, We'll comply with, you know, there's, there's no mass restraints for the, you know, our city and our state. That's exactly what we'll do. We'll just make sure that, uh, you know, people continue to use hand sanitizers, but there won't be any uh, mass mandates either. Um, you know, and for us, a year ago, you know, we didn't have our promotional. We just got our calendar, you know, our schedule for the 2021 season. So having our schedule in uh, at the end of 2021 for 2022 has given us the opportunity to, to put together some really cool promotions. And some of the things that we're excited to have back in 2022, um, you know, is playing catch on the field. You know, when you complete the, the, uh, the Eversource Reading Challenge program that we have with our mm-hmm. great partners there, you know, throwing out first pitches an honorary bad kid, you know, run on the field, um, you know, with the players during the national anthem, you know, with the Little League teams, you know, meeting players for your birthday, kids on the bases, all those things that people have grown to love uh, about, you know, the experience at Delta Dental Stadium. You know, we'll be able to, to bring those back in 2022. Well, that that is a great thing because uh, fans love that. That's uh, the beauty of minor league baseball, to get up close and personal. I know youngsters and, and adults love getting a chance to uh, be out on the field, a, a professional baseball diamond in a great setting. So uh, all those things are very, very positive. And as you mentioned, the home opener will be on April 12th against the Hartford Yard Goats at Delta Dental Stadium, but uh, on the road before that against Portland. And something uh, always very special about uh, an opening night, and, uh, and I know there's going to be fireworks after that uh, opening night game as well. Absolutely. Uh, Atlas Fireworks, they do a tremendous job for years, um, you know, here at the, at the ballpark with entertaining our fans. It's, it's, I would say it's one of our most popular promotions. Um, you know, people, who doesn't love to come out and see some fireworks? And you're right on top of the action. It's right there, right in front of you, just over the right field fence. Um, you know, so 
what better way to start the season than with an Atlas Fireworks show? So, yeah, we'll have 22 mm-hmm. Atlas Fireworks shows uh, scheduled for um, the 2022 season. And then we also will have on Sundays, every Sunday is the uh, the post-game Kids Run the Bases uh, presented by the New Hampshire State Liquor Commission. I have gotten so much positive feedback from friends I've taken uh, to games and family members over the years about the, the fireworks, which are just amazing. People are, you know, just go crazy over those uh, Atlas, Atlas fireworks shows uh, right over the, uh, the the right field wall. I mean, they are just amazing. People never cease to be blown away by those fireworks shows. I agree with you. That's who you hear as you're walking out, you know, because... We like to greet people when they come in and thank them coming out when they leave every night. And you always hear people commenting on the fireworks, uh, how, how great of a show. And the funny thing is, you can actually go to an Atlas retail store and buy the fireworks shows that we shoot off here at Delta Central Stadium. A lot of people don't realize that. They're classy, permissible fireworks. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've learned something here today, Mike. I, did, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, sir. I, I don't know if I'd trust myself with them, but I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is good to know. Well, as you mentioned, uh, lots to talk about on the uh, promotional calendar. We should point out, uh, as people listen to us today, that uh, tickets for all these games are, are now available. That is correct. You can visit nhfishercats.com to purchase your tickets online, or you can call the box office at 603-641-2005, and uh, Tara will be happy to uh, take care of you. And if you're interested in looking, you know, booking a group outing, whether it's in our hospitality area uh, or just general group seating, or if you're interested in season tickets, you can uh, you can reach out to at the same number uh, or online at nhfishercats.com, and one of our fantastic staff members will be happy to help someone out, um, you know, finding their their seat. And you know, some people say, well, it's a it's a long season, and there are just too many games. I can't buy a season ticket. I'm not going to be able to go every night, but. Uh, for those people, there are lots of uh, of mini plans as well that you have. Absolutely. We have uh, mini plans that are Fridays, Saturdays, Portland, uh, Atlas Firework. There are seven-game and 14-game plans. Come with some great prizes uh, that people can uh, receive. Pat Ski Area Pass, um, you know, for the 2023 season. Obviously, if, if they wanted to use it in 2022 with the time we have left with the snow, by all means. Uh, but they're good for both 2022 and 2023 Ski season, great partners at, at T Bones, uh, T Bones gift card with select packages. Um, you know, so we've got a lot of great prizes out there. We partnered with the Palace as well, so um, there's two passes to uh, one of the summer series at Palace, <clears throat> at Palace Theater. Um, so it's great. We're trying to put some incentives in there, have a lot of options for people because we get it. You know, it's not some people can't make every game. Uh, some people want to come out to one game for a group night, or they might want to do a handful over the spring and summer. So we've got all the options. Uh, available for our guests, uh, and we're happy to talk through them. You have uh, so many options available, and uh, again, you can uh, get all these, uh, you know, uh, mini plan information and uh, information on all the promotions at nhfishercats.com. So uh, let's think about some of these promotions, including one that's uh, been talked about uh, quite a bit in the media already, and, and we're still you know, a couple of months away from it, and that is on uh, June the 4th, the uh, the Chicken Tenders Night. <laughs> yes. So Chicken Tenders has been in the making for uh, for three years now. Uh, you know, COVID kind of put a halt on <clears throat> some of the promotions that we were doing or had scheduled for the 2020 season, and then with everything, the uncertainty in 2021, 
But we are very proud of the fact that the chicken tender, and I don't know if you know this, Ken, but the chicken tender was invented uh, here in Manchester at the Puritan Restaurant in 1974. I did fact check it and looked at Wikipedia, and it's confirmed, but all kidding aside, yeah. it has been, uh, you know, the chicken tender was, was uh, invented in the city of Manchester. So to be able to celebrate that, um, you know, we're going to we have a lot of fun things planned um, in November. Fans actually had the opportunity to pick the hat. Uh, that the platine was going to wear. They had three options. There was the original logo, there was the buffalo, and then there was the coconut. So I'm uh, happy to say that the original is the one that uh, that won, and that's the one that the team will be wearing. Uh, the merchandise is, is coming into the team store uh, on a daily basis, so we'll be getting some new hats and T-shirts for chicken tenders uh, to celebrate that event. So really, really excited to celebrate those food type of uh, promotions here at the ballpark. Oh, we, we love food at the ballpark. <laughs> we, we certainly do that. And, but, you know, I, I bet you surprised a lot of people by saying that the, the chicken tender, as we know it, was uh, born in Manchester at the uh, Puritan Backroom Restaurant. I'm sure a lot of people don't realize that. Exactly. Exactly. They'll argue that, you know, chicken nuggets. I'm like, I didn't say chicken nuggets. The chicken finger was invented. And it's a cool story if you look it up. It's a really neat story of actually how it came to fruition. Um, so if you have some time, you go on the internet and look at it. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, But no. glad to be able to celebrate that here at the, at the stadium. And the jerseys look pretty cool, too. And, and the team that night will be known as the Chicken Tenders, correct? The Manchester Chicken Tenders, that is correct. The Manchester Chicken Tenders. All right, then there you go. That is on June the 4th. So I'm sure you'll want to make your plans right now. You know, June 17th is Marvel's Defenders of the Diamond Night. This is a new promotion that we're really excited about through minor league baseball. Um, I want to say there's 95 teams throughout minor league baseball that are participating in the Defenders of the Diamond, um, where we have uh, will be four jerseys um, that the team will wear, and then we will auction them off. Um, but just to be able to work collectively and collaboratively with the Marvel team and Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, to put these types of events together. Um, you know, it's really cool. In fact, in 2023, um, we'll be, we're working on having um, a Marvelized version of our mascot that we'll be able to have on some merchandise. It'll be really cool when we get to announce that. Wow. And that, that so, is yeah. something. So, Who doesn't love Marvel, right? Marvel, like, you're... you're you know, the Comic-Con type of yep. stuff that we have going on here throughout the year. Um, you know, it just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, All no. the different layers of entertainment and experiences that people can have when they're here. No question. That's going to be a very popular night. June 17th, uh, Marvel's Defenders of the Diamond Night. So uh, make a note of that. And, and uh, the week after that, uh, one that's very special to me is uh, Hockey Night in Manchester on uh, June the 24th. That's right. We uh, we were really excited to, to bring Max and yours truly uh, out of retirement from hockey for one <laughs> one one event here at the ballpark and really just we felt it was time to celebrate um, you know hockey here in Manchester. It's just something we've always had a great partnership with the Monarchs when they were in town. Uh, we would host and promote events here uh, with co uh, branded giveaways, etc. And uh, you know we were able to create a specialty jersey that mimics what the Monarchs jersey look like, except it has a Fisher Cats logo on it, invites some uh, former Monarchs players out. Um, yours truly, to uh, as long as you're still up to it, for calling the game that day on the PA of booth, it, you know, it makes sense to have you do that. Uh, and then to get the beloved Max, the Monarch, out to the ballpark. You know, People have been wondering where he went, and he, uh, he came by to visit about a month and a half ago. 
and we're excited to have him come back uh, to the ballpark on the June 24th. Another thing is <clears throat> for that promotion, when fans decide, you know, you of all people will know, right? You know, the, the mullet night. I mean, that was like one of the most popular events that they had ever done. Absolutely. And, and yeah. People love that. Um, but we let the fans decide, do they want a mini stick giveaway or the mullet hat giveaway? So we're going to be doing the mini sticks because uh, believe it or not, they, they beat out the, the mullet. So the giveaway that night. Uh, will be a mini hockey stick giveaway. So the mini sticks beat out the mullet. Was it? Was it a close election? I don't think it was. Oh, I think really? in the beginning the mullets was mullets were ahead. Yeah, and then the the mini sticks just came in. So it surprised me. Yeah, because wow. I remember I've been to several mullet Monarchs man. games for yeah. the mullet night. Yeah, yeah, that was always very popular. But you, everybody loves those mini sticks, though. It's like those mini yeah. bats, you know. Uh, yep. So everybody loves it. It's a great keepsake you can uh, mount them on the wall if you want and, and that sort of thing so i i get it i i understand so that's and i understand uh, from what i read that uh, a couple of former monarchs will be uh, back to celebrate the occasion jeff giuliano and Derek becker yeah and we're trying to, to add more to the list here yeah. um it'd be great to see some a lot of the people that work there there's still a bunch uh, whether they were in the front office or they were players there's still quite a bit that are in the area and i'd yeah. love to see all of them out at the ballpark, just reminiscing and talking about, um, you know, what it was like back then when the, when the Monarchs were here. Uh, and just to rekindle some of those friendships, you know, that unfortunately went away when the team went away. Yeah. And we uh, will, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I did want to mention that we'll be actually selling. I learned something. I didn't realize the hockey Jersey is actually called a sweater, uh, but we'll be selling in the team store hockey sweaters, uh, as well. Um, for, uh, you know, for individual sale in the merchandise store. So, oh wow, yeah. When they come in, make sure you get them because they're going to go fast. I, I know they're they, really cool. I, I know they will. And I know the uniforms, as you uh, described, they're going to be uh, something special that night too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, 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 and will they be available for sale as well? They will be auctioned yeah. off. Auction. Okay. My good. understanding, we're going to auction those off at the end of the game. Very good. Very the good. sweaters look the ones that we're selling in the store look identical to the ones the players are going to be wearing. Wow, uh, and they they are great. You you know I'm going to get me get my hands on one of those. <laughs> that, that that is that is for sure. What a keepsake uh, that will be. And then uh, coming up as we uh, turn the calendar to July. Uh, July 8th is uh, Northwoods Law Night at Delta Dental Stadium. Northwoods Law Night here at the ballpark. We're, we're blessed to, to have that group and organization uh, to work with. You know, working with Mark over there, uh, he's been fantastic in helping us get the word out. Uh, it's it, it blew my mind last year. You know, we've had them, I think it's the third time that, that the, uh, the game wardens came out for an event here at the, at the ballpark, and the line just does not die down for autographs. Like people are, you know, they're from under, you know, behind home plate all the way back to our speed pitch, which is in left field. Throughout, you know, an hour into the game, the line is still there. And you know what? They hats off to them. They 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 love their fans. We love their fans. You know, they're signing the autographs, and it's it's really cool just to see how these guys, who normal everyday people, have just turned into celebrities. Um, you know, through the show with the Northwoods Law, so it, it, yeah. it's pretty cool. Oh, that that is true, and I I know they had a game there as well. Uh, I believe it was in September that is uh, of last year, and and they absolutely packed the place. They absolutely did. Yeah, people from all over, people from the Midwest, uh, obviously Maine, down the East Coast. People have traveled. There's a couple from Alaska that flew out for the game. It's it's it's. 
they're following is is definitely a a really strong one. It is. It, it truly. And you know it's because they're they're good guys and gals. Yeah. You know, they're just they're normal everyday people that are just really doing the best that they can do for our environment. You know, and and it just they really are down earth people. Oh, they really are. That was a, a terrific game. I was uh, happy to be uh, a small part of that one on. Uh, you know, a Northwoods, uh, the Northwood, Northwoods Law game uh, last September. That was a lot of fun. Uh, also coming up on your promotional calendar in July, the 23rd, bringing back a Star Wars night. Always popular. Welcome. Yes, that's by far our most popular. In the past, has been our most popular night. Um, you know, we, everybody in minor league baseball uh, is excited to have Star Wars night back. That was kind of put on hold throughout the pandemic, so... Um, our promotional team worked really hard with Lucasfilms to design a custom jersey that we created. They didn't have it, um, and it's the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda on it, and it's it is really cool. So when you see it, <clears throat> you know those will be auctioning off at the end of the game, um, and it's you know thanks to our, our great partner with with Bellwether Community Credit Union. Uh, they've been a, a strong partner with our Star Wars night for many years, um, and we uh, team up with Make a Wish Foundation. So the the proceeds from the Jersey auction go to support a great cause. And I know you have no trouble whatsoever auctioning those jerseys off. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are very, very popular. So just the, those are just, uh, you know, the sampling of, of what's going on. As uh, Mike mentioned uh, earlier in our interview today, 22 Atlas fireworks shows, uh, which are, you know, as we said, always entertaining, breathtaking you might say, and I, I found something out today that you could actually buy uh, those uh, displays from Atlas Fireworks. <laughs> if you want to put a show on in your own backyard, I mean, uh, that would be really something. That that would be some kind of a spectacular birthday celebration for somebody. Sure or would. Fourth of July or whatever it might be, New Year's yep. Eve, you name it. Uh, yeah. I, I, did, I did not know that. And again... Uh, tickets on sale for all of these uh, events at nhfishercats.com. Mike Ramshaw is our guest. He is the president of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And uh, 2022, we uh, get back to normalcy. And, and we hope that uh, uh, fans will be able to, uh, to turn out and uh, attend uh, many Fisher Cats games uh, throughout the course of the season. And again, nhfishercats.com. Uh, for more information, I, I saw that uh, the entire uh, coaching staff will be back, uh, led by the manager Cesar Martin and his staff returning for uh, 2022. Yeah, very excited to have that group of guys back uh, and gals that are on the staff. Um, you know, going through what we went through last year, it was it was not easy for those guys and gals either. Uh, so to be able to see them and have a quote unquote normal year normal season, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier to have that group come back out here for the 2022 season. They're just a great group of guys. Yeah, absolutely so, and uh, did a terrific job with the team uh, last year. Mike, going to take a quick break here, and then we'll be uh, right back. Mike Ramshaw is our guest, Fisher Cats president here on WKXL, AM 1450, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area. Kale & Company presented by Weed Family Automotive at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call them for an appointment right now, 225-7988. Or you can make one online as well at weedfamilyautomotive.com. 
Welcome back. It is Kale and Company, and our guest today is the president of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and that is Mike Ramshaw. And uh, Mike, uh, tell us about the Fisher Cats' new bat dog in training. I, I've read uh, read about the bat dog in training. What's it all about? So, our fans will remember uh, Ollie, who unfortunately sure. passed away a year ago. Um, you know, Ollie had retired back in 2016. I think came out for one or two games actually in 2016. Um, you know, we miss having dogs here at the state. Who doesn't love dogs, right? So to be able to work um, with a, a fine organization with Hero Pup, um, you know, we are going to have a bat dog uh, coming soon to the ballpark. So it takes a little while for the bat dog to get up to speed in training, but just the the fact that it's a rescue dog, um, you know, and working with such a great nonprofit organization with the Hero Pup. Um, we are so excited to have a new bat dog here, um, and we'll be welcoming um, welcoming him to the ballpark several times this year. I think May 13th will be kind of the first appearance uh, where fans want to see the dog. Um, you can see the pictures on our social media and our website. Uh, he is adorable. Uh, what's not to love with a, a golden uh, you know, puppy? Having one myself, not, yeah. not a puppy anymore, but... <laughs> Uh, love Golden Retrievers. So, yeah, we're very excited to, to have a bat dog here again. Ollie was a fan favorite uh, for many years uh, here at the stadium with Rick Brenner. Um, so we're really excited that, uh, you know, they're bringing the dog, another dog back here uh, at Delta Dental Stadium. It should be fun. Yep. The oohs and ahs that you get when that dog runs out and picks yeah. up that bat because you don't expect it. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening have never seen it, but Ollie was just in- incredible. Yeah, oh. in, in doing that and uh, picking up the bat near home plate where the batter had dropped the bat and uh, bringing it back to the on deck circle or the dugout, just just you know beyond belief, really, how well Ollie was trained. Absolutely, yeah, he so, was, yeah. So and he's missed. So so in, the uh, new bat dog in training's got some tough shoes to fill, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll do fine. Now, does the new bat dog have a name as yet? I'm trying to remember if we've actually announced what the name is yet. That's why I haven't said it yet. But oh, there was okay. an option between Benny, Casey, and Tucker. Ah. Um, so I don't know that we've officially announced what the bat dog's name is going to be yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it might be a contest of some kind. You know, it was a contest. <laughs> it was a contest. Okay. Yeah, it was a contest. It was yeah. a contest with those three for the vote. Okay. So uh, you're not going to disclose it here. We'll, we'll have to wait. <laughs> we'll have to wait and find out. Uh, right. Who, who the new uh, bat dog, uh, what the official name of the new bat dog, uh, the bat dog in training is uh, going to be. You know, one thing we haven't talked about yet, Mike, and it's such an important aspect of uh, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats and, and minor league sports uh, in general is the great uh, community pride they have and the great association they have uh, with the community and what a vital part of the state of New Hampshire that uh, that the team is. I mean, it, it really, it's, uh, you know, uh, just incredible, the, the partnership you have with uh, so many organizations. Well, I appreciate that, Ken. It, it's definitely a lot of hard work. We are a community. And I remember my first meeting when I started in uh, 2000, fall of 2006, and was, the focus was, you know, we really need to be the center of the community and be there for the community. So, you know, how do we turn this stadium and venue into something that's able to give back, you know, and having great leadership um, over those years and, and, and support of the ownership, being able to give back, whether it's with donations 
fundraising uh, with our ticket sales programs, the scholarships that we give off, um, you know, through the foundation. There's a lot of things, you know, that when my head hits the pillow at the end of the day, I really feel good about how we're able to give back to the community and be a vehicle to get the word for, you know, so many things that are important that not everybody knows about. So if we can help get that word out by promoting an organization or partnering with, you know, a sponsor to help promote, whether it's through home runs, uh, stolen bases, you know, it it really is cool how we're able to give back and, and you know, make memories not only for the fans that come out, but for some of these nonprofit organizations as well. Yeah, it, it truly is amazing the work that uh, can be done by uh, by your team and uh, and has been done uh, over the years. And, and I know that, you know, during the, the ballpark over the years has been used for uh, many events other than baseball. And I know during the height of the uh, pandemic, uh, back a couple of years ago, uh, the stadium was used for uh, any number of uh, graduation ceremonies. Yeah, in hindsight, looking at 2020, like a lot of the things that we were able to do to be there for our community in 2020 during the pandemic were things we've talked about and wanted to do but never really had the bandwidth because we had baseball games and a lot of them. Um, so this gave us the ability to vet and, and pull off the graduations, the dinner on the diamond, movie nights, uh, you know, we did a socially distanced concert series uh, with Peter over at the Palace, which was a, a great event to be able to put off, you know, late summer of, of 2020. So a lot of things that we've done in the past, um, you know, throughout the pandemic in 2020, uh, we did again in 2021 and we'll continue to do going forward. And I think if anything, the pandemic showed that we're more than just a baseball stadium and that we're a venue. We're a place for companies to come out, whether they want to host an outdoor event with batting practice and a barbecue um, you know, whatever it is, trade shows, you know, we can do it. You know, Stephanie does a great job with our special events and also our staff. I, I can't say enough good things about the staff that I work with every single day. You know, that's, you're only good as the people that you work with. And I really do work with these people and I enjoy it. Um, you know, their, their hearts in it. They, we all are, you know, looking for that common goal of, of giving back for the community and growing the brand. Uh, and it's just a great group of individuals that we have here. Well, it's a terrific venue for so many things, and uh, certainly it's been taken uh, great advantage of uh, over the last uh, few years. It, in particular, I know it will continue to be uh, a hub of activity, uh, even even more than baseball uh, in the Queen City, for sure, over the years. That's and, right. Yeah. And I know uh, you have a scholarship program as well, uh, 12 scholarships uh, going to be awarded to uh, Area athletes, uh, 12 scholarships of uh, $2,500 apiece. That's uh, pretty substantial. Yeah, this is something that's been important to us. You know, our foundation is really about, you know, education and, and helping student athletes. Uh, and we've been doing this uh, for since 2007. Uh, you know, we've had over $395,000 to graduating seniors throughout this program. Um, so to be able to especially coming out of the pandemic, and even we kept it going during the pandemic, to be honest with you, in 2021, albeit it was a little bit less, but we, we felt it was important enough to keep those scholarships going. Um, we're excited to be able to offer the $2,500 scholarships um, you know, to the 12 deserving student-athletes. So look forward to, uh, to celebrating them uh, at the ballpark somewhere over the summer. But if you're a student-athlete or you have a student-athlete, and you want them to apply, make sure you go to nhfishercats.com, and there's a link to be able to apply uh, for the scholarship. Now, that is, that is outstanding. So 
what a year it is uh, coming up, and it's right around the corner. It's great to have baseball back. We, we all know about the labor strife in Major League Baseball, but there was never a doubt about the, uh, the minor league season uh, coming back and Fisher Cats opening up at home, and it'll be just a, a terrific season. And uh, I think it, it's best for all concerned that, uh, that Major League Baseball is back as well. I agree with you. Yeah, and it was just getting that message a number of times. We had to answer the question that we will not be affected by the lockout. Um, you know, it, it was only affecting the 40-man roster. But we are grateful that uh, both sides were able to figure it out. And, you know, we've got, you know, baseball spring training games happening, you know, as you and I speak. So yep. uh, we're really excited that all that got figured out, you know, for the sport. And uh, we continue to go have fun. And all of us across the country continue to make memories. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And, and there has been uh, very few uh, farm systems as productive in recent years as the Toronto Blue Jays, the uh, parent club of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And uh, I, I'm certain that's going to continue. Have you heard about uh, any of the, the prospects that you might be having in, in Manchester this year? I have not. I mean, it's kind of crazy that I won't probably know until next week, you know, right before they come out. Right. You know, they're still trying to figure out who's going where. Um, so just imagine trying to put all the pieces together with headshots and yeah. <laughs> game oh, day yeah. programs when you're, yeah. you're guessing who you're going to have. But I'm sure it's going to be a great group of individuals. Um, you know, we've always we tend to have some really great personalities. There's usually a handful that uh, of players that truly get it and understand the community piece of our business, and they're always willing to help out and support us. So can't wait to have them back in New Hampshire, and they're going to be here before you know it. Well, you, you can bet that uh, it'll be a quality team because the uh, Toronto organization is uh, a very, very good one and has been so yeah. productive in uh, recent years with many of those players. I mean, you look up and down the, yeah. the Toronto Blue Jays lineup now, and, uh, and, and most uh, are former Fisher Cats. There was a game last year, Ken, that all but one player was a Fisher Cat player yeah. either the year before either 18 or 19 so it's kind of cool to see that you know like wow these guys were all here and that just goes to show the quality of the product that double a baseball is you're you're seeing the future stars of tomorrow right here in the city of manchester in this great state of new hampshire yeah no no doubt about it mike before i let you go we, we have to talk a little football because i know you love football as well and, I, uh, football. We, we, I uh, work in baseball so i can uh, watch football th- there you go all right that that's a, a good reason <laughs> yeah and so I know that uh, from a, a personal standpoint, I know you're excited about the upcoming season because your son Colby is heading to UNH to play for the Wildcats. Yes, he is. We're very excited for that. He's worked really hard uh, his entire career since fifth grade of uh, having that dream of wanting to play D1 football, and his ultimate dream is to play in the NFL. So you just celebrate you know, one step at a time. Uh, they won the state championship Back in, in 2021, and he was uh, he received an offer from uh, UNH and Coach Santos, and we are beyond excited to have his football career continue for at least another five years. Um, so I, I cannot wait. And the fact he's 40 minutes away, so exactly, to be able to go yeah. 40 minutes and watch my son play football, uh, my wife and I and entire family are beyond excited uh, yeah. to be able to do that. That, that is great. And even uh, most of the road games are relatively close, too. So yeah. that's that's a good thing. Yep. Uh, that, that'll that be terrific. What position will he be playing? Uh, tight end. That's what he's recruited for. Yeah. Outstanding. So he's six foot five, 225 pounds. He's, a, he's an athlete. He doesn't get it from his father. Um, no, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. I know you were an outstanding uh, high school football player. So, uh, But... 
you know, it's it's so exciting with the new year coming along, and uh, you know, your your son going to uh, to UNH to to play uh, D one football. Uh, you know, dreams can come true. That is terrific, and I know. As you said, he's worked uh, very, very hard to get there. It's not not an easy thing to do, for sure. I appreciate that, Ken. Yeah, yeah. And just uh, uh, on the NFL, uh, Mr. Brady is back. Brady's back. Did that that surprise you you at all? Not at all. No. I I was not surprised at all. No. I I don't think too many people were. I don't think many people took him seriously, that he was. Well, I think the guy that bought the ball was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last touchdown ball, right? right. Aside from that, right? It's it's you know Tom's just a special human being. I mean, the guy is a, an athlete. I mean, at, at his age, what he's been able to accomplish and do. You know, sure, there's people around that. My wife being one of them. That you know, when he left the Patriots, just didn't like Tom Brady anymore. I am not one of those guys. I, I love to watch talented players play football and he by far is is uh, one of the best if not the best well i think most of us wish he was still a patriot but sure if that's not possible uh you know i think the nfl is a better league with tom brady than without tom brady i would agree with you yeah makes it makes it a lot more interesting and intriguing i think it gives you some other high some good games to watch you know it's just that's watching right. the patriots you oh, want to watch yeah. another good game yeah, let's put on the Tampa Bay and see how Tom's doing. See Brady and Gronk, yeah. So there you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Mike, always great to catch up with you. And uh, again, if you want more information, nhfishercats.com. I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time today, and uh, we look forward to the 2022 season. Yes, thank you very much, Ken. Thanks for being who you are, being such a tremendous supporter, and I look forward to welcoming you to the ballpark this year. All right, Mike. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks, Ken. Bye, bye. Mike Ramshaw, president of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And again, uh, opening night for the Fisher Cats will be the 12th of April against the Hartford Yard Goats and uh, all the information at uh, nhfishercats.com. We'll take a break. It is Kale and Company. You're listening to WKXL 1039 in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in the Manchester area, and uh, online streaming 24 hours a day at nhtalkradio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company. Great to have you along with us. Wherever you may be listening today, either on WKXL or nhtalkradio.com. And uh, thanks again to uh, Mike Ramshaw for joining us during the uh, opening part of the program uh, today. And again, uh, very excited about uh, everything being back to normal at uh, Delta Dental Stadium uh, this season for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats when they make uh, their return to the diamond in the not-too-distant future. Uh, lots of things going on. Of course, the uh, Boston Celtics have been playing some uh, great basketball of late. And a reminder that uh, you can hear every Boston Celtics game, regular season and the postseason, right here on WKXL. So uh, stay tuned for Boston Celtics basketball uh, here on WKXL. However, uh, just to remind you, we cannot stream those games due to uh, NBA regulations. So uh, those games are either on 1450 AM, 103.9 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. Well, this uh, article, a uh, recent uh, p- article in the uh, New York Post, 
I'll uh, read some of it uh, verbatim. People should be outraged at the New York Times for only just confirming the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop. Senator Ron Johnson said Sunday as he demanded apologies from the 51 former U.S. intelligence experts who cast doubt on the New York Post reporting on the device. Quoting Johnson here from a radio show on WABC in New York, Senator Johnson of Wisconsin said, I am just amazed that the New York Times just now came to the conclusion that the Hunter Biden laptop was genuine. And of course, uh, most of the mainstream media is not talking about this story, as you would expect, as uh, most of the mainstream media are PR, public relations arms of the uh, Democratic Party. Ron Johnson, the senator, wanted to say, where have they been? That was uh, pretty obvious within a week or two of the New York Post stories referring to the uh, authenticity of the Hunter Biden laptop. Senator, of course, referring to uh, the New York Post's exclusive reports in October of 2020 on the First Sun's foreign business dealings and his connection to the Ukrainian energy firm Burisma, while his father... Joe Biden was vice president. Johnson went on to say the FBI had to know. They wouldn't tell us when we were offered the laptop. I couldn't take it because I had to do my due diligence. The FBI knew, uh, Johnson said in a recent interview. We reached out to the FBI. They wouldn't tell us it was genuine. They should have, but they didn't. People should be outraged, he said. The laptop, which was left at a uh, Delaware computer repair shop by Hunter Biden, contained a trove of emails detailing his business relationships in Ukraine and China, which implicated his father, who, by the way, is uh, president of the United States. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, uh, an attorney for then-President Donald Trump, obtained the laptop and turned it over to the Post, which authenticated its contents by interviewing the computer shop owner and Biden cronies, whose emails were found on the hard drive. Hunter Biden is uh, facing a sprawling federal probe into his tax filings and business dealings, uh, according to the New York uh, Times uh, last week. Johnson uh, called on the gray lady to apologize, the gray lady being the New York Times, as well as the 51 intelligence experts who cast doubt on the laptop as Russian disinformation in a letter released just days after the New York Post bombshell exclusives. Ron Johnson said the New York Times is finally, quietly, covering its tracks. But where were all the other apologies? Where is the apology from the 51 intelligence operatives? What they really said was that the laptop had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. I had absolutely no information whatsoever, no evidence that this was Russian disinformation, so you have all these intelligence operatives confirming a false story. Johnson went on to say it was obvious very early on that the Hunter Biden laptop was genuine. They never should have tainted the process with that letter, but they did. Are they going to apologize for it? I'm not holding my breath. I don't think any of us are. Uh, Johnson, who is the chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, investigated Hunter Biden's $50,000 a month job with Burisma and Ukraine. The report issued in December 2020 by Johnson's panel and the Senate Finance Committee said the Obama administration ignored 
glaring warning signs when Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board. It concluded that the younger Biden's job was problematic and did interfere in the efficient execution of policy with respect to Ukraine, end quote. Since the New York Times has acknowledged the laptop exists, a growing number of Republicans around the country are demanding a new investigation into the president's embattled son. The Wisconsin Republican, Ron Johnson, also blasted the media, saying ignoring the New York Post's Hunter Biden story while playing up claims that the Trump campaign colluded with Russia had serious implications on the 2020 presidential election. Quoting Johnson once again, my main point is that the mainstream media, their bias, their corruption, their complicity in the Russian collusion hoax interfered with our elections, had a far greater impact on our elections than anything Russia or China ever could hope to accomplish. But they're never held accountable because they have to hold themselves accountable and they are not going to do that. Quoting Johnson. Johnson also compared Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, the owner of the Washington Post, and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg to Russian state media officials for suppressing information about the war in Ukraine. Now, both Twitter and Facebook began censoring the New York Post exposés on Hunter Biden shortly after they were published. Johnson also accused Google of manipulating search terms around the election to push millions of voters to Hillary Clinton the Democratic presidential candidate in 2016, but claimed the mainstream media protects big tech. And Johnson closed out by saying, but the mainstream media covers it up. They won't allow this information to be revealed to the American public. They have unbelievable power, and they are using that power. That's just the truth. They are not going to let the truth out, according to Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. We'll be hearing a lot more about the Hunter Biden laptop in the days and weeks ahead. Somewhere. In the New York Post, maybe on Fox News, Newsmax, but probably, probably not. If you uh, listen uh, to the mainstream media, the uh, over-the-air networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, or some of the cable outlets, MSNBC, CNN, you won't hear any, any about it, uh, for sure, uh, for a long, long time to come. We will have to take our uh, final break here on Kale & Company. Great to have you with us today. Always a delight uh, to have uh, Weed Family Automotive joining us on the broadcast. And uh, they're at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can make an appointment right now at 603-225-7988 or at WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. We are heading down the home stretch of this edition of Kale and & Company. And I uh, want to remind you that uh, coming up as part of the Concord uh, Walker Lecture Series, which is a Concord tradition where all shows are free since 1896, on the 30th of this month, the travel log, Japan, land of the rising sun. Oh, those travel logs uh, presented by the Walker Lecture Series, always terrific. And then on uh, Wednesday, the 6th of April, a show called Counterfeit Cash, which is a tribute to the great Johnny Cash. And then looking ahead to the uh, 13th of April, Patrick Anderson, the art of 
of silent film comedy. You can check out all the information on the Walker Lecture Series at walkerlecture.org. Again, walkerlecture.org. And all events at the Concord City Auditorium, 2 Prince Street in Concord, right behind City Hall. And all get underway at 7.30 p.m. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Kale & Company. Thanks again to Fisher Cats President Mike Ramshaw. And thanks to our sponsor, Weed Family Automotive of Concord. WeedFamilyAutomotive.com.